0: It's 11.03 here on SENZ and it's really important time now to focus uh, in on netball because the Cadbury series starts tomorrow night. It will be at the Bruce Pullman Arena in Papakora. First game, the Silver Ferns against New Zealand A. A really important matchup, uh, And they uh, have been hampered a little bit, I think it's fair to say, without their coach Dame Nolene Tarua who announced that she had COVID uh, a few days back. And... Uh, They've been uh, really uh, going through their paces under the watchful eye of uh, assistant coach Deb Fuller and uh, Raina Bloxham has been in there alongside her as well uh, just to make sure that uh, all the bases are covered but I'm sure uh, Dame Nolan has been able to keep an eye on it in some way through our modern technology these days and joining us uh, now is Dame Nolan. I'm really pleased to say first of all, Dame Knowles, uh, how are you feeling? That's the most important thing
1: honestly when I got my positive, um, I had a new release of life. Um, it has been a bit worrying because I'm probably one of not very many that haven't had COVID. So and knowing going over the UK, you know, how ripe it is over there. So I'm actually really happy that I did get it. Time is a wee bit off, but hey, I'm I'm really, mm. I'm ready to go.
0: I suppose that also means you have to be quite careful about when you reintroduce yourself into that one-on-one contact. Uh, At this stage, uh, have you made a decision or are you just uh, playing it uh, sort of day by day on that?
1: No, we've got a plan, uh, looking at this stage, I'll be going back in on Thursday morning, but also there's a process, as you mentioned, and also testing that we've got to do. Um, and probably fortunately the testing also coincides with our international departure testing. So there's a Mantia one that I'll be taking on Wednesday and making sure that everything's right.
0: Okay, so how closely, Dame Knowles, have you been able to monitor things that have been going on in preparation for this important series?
1: As you mentioned in the lead-up, it's great in these modern days around the technology, so... Um, I've been able to view the trainings, view the games and what's happening on court so uh, definitely um, being able to fill the gap and see but also give that feedback and just this morning being in the uh, coaches' uh, feedback sessions as well so everything apart from the team meetings and the discussions that happen in and around uh, the environment I've um, been involved so really happy with it.
0: OK, um, the timing of this is absolutely perfect, as you say, not not the, the virus, but the timing of this uh, particular competition is uh, when you bear in mind that we're so close to uh, the Commonwealth Games. When you look at these matches coming up for you, is uh, obviously winning is good because winning breeds good things, but is it the how process as opposed to the how much in terms of the scoreboard for you?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, you know, we're, we are treating these... Um, games as practice matches, but adding a bit of fire and fuel to it where we are on TV. Um, so the pressure that goes in and around it. Um, playing against NZAs, there's a lot of players in there that didn't make this team. So in past experiences, we know that that's you know doled it up a wee bit. And that's what we need. We need to be able to be under pressure, under pump, but also be able to deliver on any given day so um, they, are, they are practice matches for us but have a bit of an edge uh, according to the opponents that we'll be playing up against and trying to emulate uh, the different styles that we'll be having over in Commonwealth Games as well, plus also the tournament style of back-to-back, so four days in a row. So everything in regards to uh, the planning of Cadbury Series has been set up for a stage leading into the Commonwealth and best preparing ourselves as possible. Um, And then I think on the offset to that is with Cadbury series, we play against the men and also the mix. So in their own right, they want to um, get out there. They're also preparing themselves for either their nationals or trans-Tasman. So, you know, there's a win-win situation. And as I mentioned with the NZAs, um, you know, it's another opportunity for players to put their hand up in an international sort of arena, but also um, for us to be able to monitor and evaluate how they go in this tournament style. So there's a lot of variables that's in and attached and wrapped around Cadbury series and hoping Mm -hmm. to get a really good product out there on the last day.
0: One of the great variables too, Dame Knowles, is the style of netball that you're going to come up against amongst these three sides that uh, you're playing in the Cadbury series. Of course, there'll be a physicality aspect to it, there'll be a strength aspect to it, and a speed aspect across the board as well. So you're going to have to adapt and adapt very quickly, which you will have to do, of course, in the Commonwealth Games
1: yeah look, everything has been set up to do that, and uh, you, you hit it on the on the head in regards to different styles. we play up against uh, our ability to adapt, uh, to be challenged, um, and then also put under pressure. And I think the the main thing is how what does our strategy look like under the different opposition? And where are our gaps? So we have enough time to be able to close those gaps over in Colchester. That's the next stage leading into the Commonwealth Games. So really, to some respect, being exposed um, as to the areas that we need to improve on or as individuals as well. So it's, it's prime time for us and great preparation.
0: Obviously now, because you've always had this great focus on fitness uh, and, and being physically in the best possible condition, that um, is a case of what, daily maintenance now, as as opposed to really ramping it up there? You, you'll get the game time, which will assure that anyway?
1: Yeah, definitely. Look, um, fitness is, has always been one part of it, and it's something that will remain. But now we, we can take that off the list. We know we've got players that can run, and what we've been doing over the last maybe two or three weeks post the trials is running, uh, not running you know out on the road, but definitely getting the mileage on the court. so and and safe to say and really happy that the bodies are withstanding the the loads at the moment and we've been running really hard. So um, really looking forward to uh, our ability to demonstrate on court our explosive style, um, and that comes along with the fitness, but also around strategy as well. So hope to be able to see that a bit more when we tap the cord in Cadbury series.
0: Dame Nolan, have, have you got when it comes to the shooting side of things, are, are you more focused on accuracy when under the net or the amount of opportunities that you can provide for the actual shooters themselves? because there is a difference there.
1: Yeah, there is a difference. Um, Accuracy and volume are totally different. I mean, you can shoot two goals in a game and be 100%, but the volume's not high enough. And in selections, we identified volume as one of the areas that we know, uh, when we have shooters that can go to the post, we're really successful. Um, I know in ANZ, or maybe sometimes in the trials as well, there is still issues around the accuracy. So, you know, we it just means time going to the post, that's all, and making sure that they train and their skill sets are better. But um, so far, so good. We've also had, a, I suppose, a bit of a philosophy uh, that we've been messaging is once you get in the circle that you go straight to post and hopefully we have a rebounder also set underneath. So that change in the mindset, I think, from what I saw last night is is proving to be very valuable. And at the moment, I'm really happy by both the volume and also the percentages as well of accuracy.
0: Here's an interesting one because uh, all going well, you say you'll be rejoining the group on Thursday, but that'll be the morning after the first game, of course, against New Zealand. How how are you going to be able to, to play that? I mean, because it's live on television, clearly you can watch it. Are you going to be able to uh, help with the coaching during the process or will you just sit back, take it in and then review and work from there?
1: Yeah, I mean, like always, um, our work is done prior to game. Um, So, uh, you know, that's the focus at the moment, not only around NZAs but all the other um, teams as well. I suppose one of the things that we have to be able to either um demonstrate or equal or me the passion that I think NZA will take out on court. How do we go in with a controlled state of mind but also dominant as well? So that's probably an area that we need to look at. but um you know Debs and and Curly will 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 run the ship pretty much once we hit game day. Um, and I will see it on TV or our connections through our video analysis as well. So, you know, it's up to them. They've got to live the moment um, and feel it and make the calls, you know, as as you do as any coach. So I'm looking forward to getting back in the mix, but also looking forward from a different perspective, looking at the mm. players in the NZA from a different perspective, from afar, and who are those ones that are putting their hands up against the Silver Ferns as we lead into the Netball World Cup, you know, for next year. So, you know, that's given yeah. me a different outlook. And then preparing ourselves once again for the men and mix thereafter.
0: How bigger influence will these three matches have for your current Commonwealth Games squad? How bigger influence will that have been in terms of your starting lineup? How clean is your piece of paper at this point for Game One at the Commonwealth Games?
1: Yeah, look, um, hands up. I don't have a starting uh, seven. Uh, definitely a foreign territory to me. I'm a traditionalist. And have always had a starting seven with a few changes, but this this team is different, and we've treated them that way in regards to selections. Really looked at uh, the opposition, what type of style do we need out on court, but also in reflection to the individuals that we have selected for a particular skill set. So example, we know with a Grace, uh, we've got a holding shooter and a te as well. So we know we've got that under our belt. And with a Meyer and a Bailey, we know that we've got a moving circle. So it's, it's nearly our first choice would be the opposition and what type of game or strategy are we looking for to combat them. But also using combinations to change up and bring a different light or a different point of difference. So um, you know, it's it's a change up in how we've how we've thought in the past. But from mm. what we've done so far, I'm really um it's really promising. So you know, I know we've got to go out there and execute, but the bones are looking good.
0: You look at some of the other sports, and uh, so many of them are televised. So, for instance, an Ian Foster can monitor where Australia are and where England at just by turning on the TV. Um, he can see a lot of uh, rugby coming in from around the world. Perhaps not so much access from your point of view. So, how do you keep in touch with the trends from the opposition?
1: Yeah, we've done a lot of work over the last two or three years of of those trends and patterns of the opposition. Um, either in international campaigns and pulling them apart uh, post-campaign or during the domestic competition and tracking individuals. So we've got at least maybe two or three years of um, data, but also being able to filter that down to um, what are the key aspects that we want to combat or nullify them. And then looking at our strategy as to what that strategy needs to look like, and then in relation to the players. So, we've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes and probably had maybe about three or four different parts moving at the same time. Um, and now we've started to filter and actually hone in on a few things. And it's now, we're at the stage now where it's totally about us. So um, the good thing I think that we have on the opposition at the moment is that they've just finished their domestic competition. Um, so we've had two or three weeks um, under our belt with the trials, with the training, with a camp, with a Cadbury series. So we've actually been quite methodical in our stages and our planning. Um, and I think we've had maybe three three more things than the opposition have had. So, you know, if that will tell what it looks like out the other end. But, uh, you know, yeah. we need everything. So uh, we're squeezing every, every little thing that we can.
0: Dame Nollan, just uh, finally, uh, post-Cadbury series, uh, what is uh, the plan of attack going into the Commonwealth Games then?
1: Yeah, we finish on Saturday. Uh, we head home um, and then we fly on Monday over to Colchester, um we use colchester as a base um similar to when we were over there in 2000 we know the lay of the land there and um very familiar with the environment so we'll spend five days there um we had two games that we have already stuffed out uh with a um one of the domestic um teams uh london pulse over there so we've got that sorted um and then we had. To mm-hmm. and, uh, and inspiration, uh, Ireland. In so without giving disrespect to the opposition, once again, um, we've got to make sure that we take each game, but also each game is treated. And um, so, for example, Northern Ireland plays similar to in England. So we've got to make sure that our combos that we're playing up against them, our strategy is set ourselves up for England, who will come in the end of uh, our pool play, but also that we're living the moment and and playing what we need to do against Northern Ireland. So, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty complex at the moment as to what each game, mm. each stage, each hour. But um, once again, I'm really happy by the planning and the strategy that's put in and around it.
0: Oh, Dame Knowles, you sound great. Uh, you sound just uh, just normal to us. So very focused and very determined. So uh, let's let's hope uh, it all goes to plan. You can get back uh, alongside the girls on uh, Thursday morning. We'll all be watching with interest tomorrow night. In the meantime, uh, stay safe, stay well, and uh, we'll catch up shortly. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you. Thanks
1: for the call.
0: She is, uh, Dame Norlin-Tororish. Isn't she a great communicator? You can understand why she's such a great coach. I mean, she just lays it right on the line, right in front of you, just so absolutely fantastically clear. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, that was uh, her this morning. it uh, is New Zealand, uh, the Silver Ferns against New Zealand A, and then, of course, uh, they'll play the, the men as well and the mixed team as well. So uh, plenty of ver- variety. They'll know they've been in three contests, I'm sure, by Saturday night. It is 11.19 here on SCNZ. We should also tell you that we will be covering all those matches here on SCNZ, play-by-play, with Mark Stafford as our head commentator. He will be ably assisted uh, by Michaela Sokolich-Beetson and April Iremia over the course of the uh, next uh, two or three days as well. So there you go. Uh, April, lovely to hear her back on the airwaves uh, uh, alongside Staffy. I think that's on the Thursday game. Uh, if you're thinking of going, please do. Bruce Pullman Arena in Papakura. Hive of netball activity. Uh, wish the girls all the best as well as their uh, uh, their task as if, uh, before them in terms of the Commonwealth Games. They're medal prospects, there's no doubt about it. It's just which colour? Just which colour? I want it to be gold? Uh, the other thing is we get a lot of texts into uh, folks, and we do appreciate uh, you letting us know that things haven't been very good technically this morning, but a lot of looping going on um, on our streaming service. Um, uh, people have found it very difficult to listen. We thank you for sticking with us. Um, if, if you can't, we understand, and we, uh, we'll, be, we'll be back on deck uh, uh, later on throughout the afternoon. I'm I absolutely sure we've got a great team that are working hard at it at the moment. We call them the BOPs team. And uh, that's what they're doing right now, uh, working away, trying to make sure that uh, that coverage gets back to where it should be. So uh, apologies and thanks for your patience there. It's 11.21. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car
1: according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.